Why is relationshiping a scam? What makes you stop being a baby dyke? Should you ever delete a number? This is basically life. Looking at queer sex, love, and living. I'm your host, Tiffany Muga. Sanbonani, Kamalam Gumbalia Ketelo, Gindonia Manzi. Yebo, eh, So, my favorite, favorite guinea pig in the entire world. Hello. Are you good? I'm good in you. No? Okay, so like, for real, for real. Am I good? I've been going through an emotional whirlwind lately. Yeah. Like, I find myself in spaces where I'm like, I don't understand what I'm feeling, but I'm feeling it. And I'm like trying to find the answer. And I'm like, hmm, it's not coming fast enough. It's not coming soon enough. So I've been doing a lot of taking some time out to myself lately and just praying that is amazing it's weird dude no that is amazing that you have like the eq to do that because like you know when like i know when i was young whenever i was feeling some type of way Mm. i'd go drinking or i never used sex though weirdly enough i was never one of those people who used sex when i was i'd go drinking okay or i'd lock myself in a room and watch series so you've been yeah. actually taking time to reflect. Yeah. Is the, eh, the reflecting, is it please? Is the <laughs> reflecting helping? It is because as you've mentioned, it's not just like the EQ, but it's also now the SQ, SQ. bringing in playing some, yeah, spiritual intelligence. Hi. Tom. There's like another when, one. There's another one. I, th- I just got EQ, guys. I literally just got EQ. There's three now. There's IQ, EQ, and SQ. So you've been bringing that SQ vibe. Have you been doing that 21-day spiritual... Don't don't thing. Yes, because I'm in the group with you, oh. dog. <laughs> I've fallen off the radar. I'm like on day 19. I'm like, ah, oh, but Deepak, every day though, every day I must meditate. You don't know me like that though. Every day I must. I ain't no, 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 no. Okay. I kind of fell off the rails after day 16. I was like, okay, I'll try, I'll try. And I'm like, I keep saying I've done all the reflections. I haven't done the meditations. So. Wait, you've done the, but you haven't done the listening with like. Stay with me, I'll mind the time. I, I love that. <laughs> I love that. It's like, Deepak is like just minding my time. That's just like, I love it. But okay, okay. <sighs> Can I just say like the one thing that annoyed me about it is when he le- released it. I'd hyperventilate coming out of the meditation. <laughs> Are you serious? I'd be like, where did my soul go? Why am I breathing like this? Deepak, this is not no. And then I got used to it. You got, like, I, I, I think I messed up the first like week. Where, like, they, like, go to a place... Because they, like, go in a place inside you that's... Like, what is it? Go to that place, that meditative place. Mm. And so I kept thinking it had to be, like, you know, your chakra vibes, like your heart chakra. So me, I try and go, like, inside my chest type thing, right? Hey, but my mind's still like, what we doing? What we doing? What? <laughs> guys, 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 what, what, what? And now? And ah, but, but, ah, guys. But, so I was like, okay, okay. So week two, I had to start going to my mind. And so once I quiet my mind, mm. it's fine. Hey! The first week, I'd be sitting there and I'm like, like, so new podcast, new times, Leon's still dying in the background. I just had to say that, right? <laughs> so I think that's a good time to like actually get into this whole vibe, right? Mm. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to ask you random questions. Okay. But like, I think for me, 
and this is something I've been wanting to ask you for a while. I've seen your transformation from our baby dyke. Do you even still consider yourself a baby dyke? I was actually going to ask, when do I get upgraded from baby dyke? I'm a baby like dyke my entire life. you upgraded. Okay, so the rules of upgrading from baby dyke, that tip is going to make up right damn now. Um, you need to have slept with a really good lover and a really bad lover. So you can, so you can get, or at least have something to contrast. Do you have okay. something to contrast? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Right? Number one. Number two, you need to have settled outwardly into your sexuality. Okay. Right? So you're not being overly anything and overly anything else, right? So, like, you know, like, a, that's why some people never stop being baby dykes, hey? Okay. So, like, if you look at, say, your quintessential stud, and they're still, like, out here being a most, right? Okay. Trying to be a misogynist, trying to be this, trying to mm, be that. Okay. Then, yeah. Like, you can still have, like, stud vibes right but know that sexuality is a lot more mm. and then number three you need to have at least tried to or been cuffed by someone have you met the criteria that i have made up right damn now yes yes we have you we met have. the criteria yes so like so you with your what would you consider yourself now then like if you were to give yourself an actual label what would you consider yourself now yo i would consider myself to be a gen an androgynous gender fluid multifaceted human being that loves to be referred to as abuti homebody because <laughs> i'm always at home like that's my comfort zone. That's your vibe. So that's my vibe. <laughs> so when people are like, what is your identity, a homebody? I'm like, okay. Abuti homebody. Abuti homebody. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it, it's like the pronouns. It's like a pimp name slick back. It's not just slick back. It's a pimp name <laughs> slick back. Abuti homebody. Thank you, too. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, now, okay, so now what does being abuti homebody mean for your sexuality and sex life, though? Like, how would you define your sexuality? Because I feel like that has also changed and morphed. And because I've seen you like, like I, like, I think the first time we had you on the previous podcast, The Wildness, right? Like, you was out here being like super sexual, but being like young sexual. That's why you were a baby dyke then. Like, that was the times, you know, when you're just throwing it out like popcorn. You're like, yeah, yeah, I love boobies. And, 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 I, and, I, and you know, vagina is also nice and booby vagina. And like, it's like, okay. Okay, so what would you consider yourself now? Wow. This is so funny. Booby vagina. <laughs> okay, now I would consider myself, I guess because I've also been through like the most wildest nights out with Ndando. Like, it's just, so I think I identified myself as, especially after the play. Oh yes! With all the different labels. Mm-hmm. I forgot the word for, word for it, but it's a kind of something, which is a person that is attracted to feminine energy. Oh, guy, God dang! I will research yeah. the word and come back. One okay, day no, 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 no. Don't you. worry. I've got this. At the end of the podcast, stick around. I will put around some definitions that could possibly help some new things. Because mm. like, guys, me, I'm still bisexual. Hey, like it's. I know 2019 and I'm not gender non thinking me guys I am a am I cishet am I I'm cishet right no I'm not cishet no you're cis bisexual I'm, I'm, I'm a cis bisexual yes hey, you see this is how you know all of this at the end of the podcast it'll be fine yes yeah okay so you are the one that's attracted to 
femininity. Yes. Uh-huh. But there's always a catch. There's, there's always a catch. A ca- there's always a catch. It's not just straightforward. It's not. It's it's always a thing of, okay, even though I'm attracted to the femininity, right? Mm-hmm. I specifically just want to be, if I had to like long-term put myself in a cuffing situation, mm-hmm. it has to be a female. It has to be female. Well, a person with a vagina. Ah, uh, so person assigned female at birth. Yes. Aha. Uh-huh. So, okay, 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 I see that, I see that. Right. Okay, now you mentioned a word there. You youths, please. Youths make me tired. Cuffing, what is that? Oh, cuffing, get yourself in a relationship. Is that what cuffing is? Why? That sounds so, like, deep. deep. <laughs> like, it sounds so defeated. Like, I was out in the wild, and next thing you know, I'm in a trap. It's a trap, it's a trap. Even though I do feel relationshiping is a trap. Right. Relationshiping is such a trap, though. Like... I've been in a relationship for 10 years and even me sometimes I look and I'm like, I but this I need though. But this is the thing and I look up to you guys because I'm like, oh guys, I finna be in a 10 year relationship. Babes. Damn. Babes, but like one thing about being in a 10 year relationship, the ups and downs, hey? Like right now we're going through a really good time but like yeah. not euphoric. We went through a little bit of a euphoric time. Now we're like settled back into goodness but mm-hmm. bruh, it was literally and you were there for a part of it. Two years of nonsense. You remember our two years of nonsense? Yeah. Ay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a bit much. It's a bit much. But okay, so now when you're cuffed, right? So yeah. that that actually, that segues nicely into the next bit. So now when you're cuffed, mm. right, and you vibe someone else, does that not make things tricky? Because I know for us, it was a shit show. It was a shit show. So like, how do you navigate? You as the youths who are out here, who brought us such hits as polyamory and non-monogamy <laughs> and bitch, we just kicking it and situationship <laughs> 2.0. Like, why are you dying in your chair? <laughs> You're supposed to be giving wisdom to the masses. Wisdom to the masses. Oh, because this is all funny because it's just like, we invented this. Yeah, I, know, I feel show? like y'all did. Like, no, because everybody was just out here cheating and skipping yeah, out on people. Yeah, no, no. We don't fuck with the cheating. Like, yeah, now everybody's like, yeah. Like, because you look at people's Tinders. Uh, not even Tinder, fuck it. Instagram. They, them. Poly, poly nation forever. Yeah. Hashtag non monogamy. <laughs> hashtag her is life. And I'm just like, guys, some of us, we didn't have Tinder when we started dating. Now we're here monogamous, but now we're, we're polyam actually. Polyamorous and, non, and monogamous. Because me, guys, humans are hard. Humans are very hard. Yeah. So, how do you navigate <clears throat> having, catching some feelings, catching some vibes from other people if you're in a cuffed situation? Ooh, so this, yo, okay. I, I like, try to be as open as possible about it. Uh huh. So the moment the feelings like start creeping up, like if I make an uh, no, let me not make an example yet. It's not time. It's, it's not, not time. time. <laughs> it's too soon. <laughs> but um, regardless of, I try to try and communicate it as best way as, as I can and, and how I feel, mm-hmm. but it's not just about how I feel about it. I also would like to know how you feel about it as my partner. Uh-huh. So you may not necessarily want to see yourself through that situation. Okay. What are we doing to deal with it then? How do we navigate this? Because as much as you don't want that, I want this. Uh, so it's all about the communication right. and being like navigated together, even when it's difficult. Exactly. Because I think that was one of the most important things for us. Like even when it was difficult, mm. the talking, oh, I was so annoyed by the talking. I was like, these bitches talk so much and talking about me and my partner. I was like, guys, if we were dudes, you know, like I'm sure this would be easier. Then I, then I got all gender stereotyping. Oh, wow. It was a mess. Like, but like the communication and like 
So with you, you just recommend being as open as possible. Like, but doesn't it depend on where you are at as like a couple? Because like say, um, to give an example, say people, so I, I've known couples who hooked up by a cheating, right? Hey, no, hey, guys, it's real, guys, the dating game. But see, one, two, one, two, jump into someone's relationship. One time. Basically, one time. <laughs> into the relationship. And so now, the thing is, now when they are officially cuffed, hey, guys, that's so defeatist. But anyway, when they're officially cuffed, one of them brings up, hey, but you know, um, part of how we justified doing this is because we said we were both non-monogamous, right? Even though we low-key knew it was cheating. So now when the other person's like, hey, okay, let's do the things, mm. the person's like, one person's like, no, because... Homie, you can't be trusted. I know I can't be trusted, but you also can't be trusted. Mm. So doesn't it depend on where you're at as a relation, in, in a relationship? I think so. I think really it does. And not just where you are in the relationship, but you self, where you are emotionally. And how, like, okay, fine. It's a vibe. There's a vibe. Mm-hmm. What does that vibe now do for our vibe? What oh. is it? What's that energy? Is it coming? Is it coming to disrupt? Is it? Is it kind of, It's like you start falling into this insecure kind of pattern because you're not so sure of the feelings that are going on. Mm-hmm. You'd rather be like, let me take myself to the thoughts rather. And most of the time, humans overthink everything. Yes. We overthink every damn situation yeah, yeah. instead of trusting our instinct. So, because that can also that can go two ways. You trust your instinct, and you're like, this is a great vibe. But and this is something like uh, my my partner has been telling me. She's like. Bruh, it's so fucking real out there. So you go into something and you're like, this is great. And you and you explain, I have a partner. We live together. That's a real fucking thing. Do not wake up and think that this is like some, I don't know, what are one of those movies where you wake up and you end up with the person you're supposed to end up with or whatever, right? It's like, no. So what happens is then sometimes you can get yourself into situations where the person is actually trying to break your your relationship and what's it breaking your relationship uh to give a quick whatever for those out there who don't know is when somebody tries to actively destroy your relationship so it's like they throw a brick through your relationship in order to destroy it right (laughs) and so you go out there and you have somebody because also there's something delicious about people in relationships hey like there's something like let's not lie like you you know this you're looking like that because you know i'm true (laughs) There's something about people in relationships because you're like, hey, somebody is tolerating. Because there is still a little bit of a stigma around being, like, single. Mm. Even though, like, the narrative is beginning to change. It's like, yeah, you know, valentinesing myself, etc. But there's still a little bit of stigma. And so when you find somebody, especially if they've been in a longer relationship, mm. you're like, even me, that one I want. So, like, how, how do you manage things like that? Because not everyone will have their be- your best interests at heart and they could come looking like they have your best interest but the shatan charlatan deceiver babes (laughs) (laughs) holy water you know if i'm if i'm i i just say take that chance just risk it what else do you have to lose your relationship 
Hey, dude, if, 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 if it doesn't survive, that wasn't going to survive anything else. Wah, 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 wah. Fast and loose with this, aren't you? No, but like, ah. for honest, for honest, honest, like, just think about it. If someone's trying to throw a brick through the window, you think, oh, okay, someone's trying to throw a brick through the window. Let's get bulletproof glass next time. They won't break the window. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, so it's about, like, also navigating the bad things that Exactly. Come. Are we willing to fix it? Okay. Okay, okay. Because, like, I know for me, that's, like, one of my biggest fears. Because, you know, like, because also new things are nice. And that's something we, like, me and my partner kept talking about. New things are nice. Right. And you can get lost in the source, G. Nah, dude. Me, me, I say this. You're investing. If you're thinking about buying, if you're an investment banker or an investment person, uh-huh. you're thinking about <laughs> buying one property here, you're thinking about buying another property here, you got two properties to your name, mm-hmm. right? You can pick in whichever property you want to stay in, right? Mm-hmm. You stay in the property. The other one you want, you rent out. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's problems within the property, what do you do? You go and fix it. You'll be like, okay, listen, I got a call saying that this property's messed up. Mm-hmm. Someone threw a brick through it. I'm like, okay, we're coming through with the bulletproof glass, my nigga. Oh, my shit. Don't worry. We got you. Oh, Ain't nobody breaking in okay. after this. You know? Okay. So you, you keep at tabs and eyes on everything, making sure that, like, nothing has leaky pipes. The walls, the like, what's it? The carpet isn't flooded. You ain't got no mold. Because, mm. like, I think, because I know my one of my fears, and I think that's why I'm a bit withdrawn. Because I don't get lost in the source. I get lost in the logistics of it. So mm. I, I fuck around and end up in lots of tiny relationships. Yes, it's a mess. Me too. I'm like, I wake up <laughs> and I'm like, this honey gonna, gonna be like, um, so what's cutting? So like, bruh. Like, people like us are dangerous. Like, we're da- and we get ourselves into dangerous situations. Because right. that's how you, uh, you can actually turn somebody from being like, I'm cool about this, into a, a potential breaker. Because now they're like, me, I'm in a relationship. Because you're also super kind. You are super kind. You, like, me and Sibu talk about it all the time. You're so kind. You're so gentle. You're so open. You fuck around. Hey, hey. What? I- you fuck around and, like, find somebody trying to break your house. They came in thinking, ah, no, it's... It's good times. I'm okay to be next thing. Like, so you find yourself in a lot of tiny relationships. Let me not even tell them. It's, they're not even tiny relationships. It's, um, I call them lustuationships. <laughs> like, committed. And this is why I'm in a long-term mon- relationship. Because, wow. <laughs> like, you, you find yourself in committed, monogamous lustuationships. Lustuationships. Yeah. So you are just lust each other. You don't love each other. Yeah. But you're just... So you're like, you and me will lust each other. Yeah. And we're monogamous in our lusting of each other. Yeah, exactly. It's hey. just me and you in the last stations of the last lust. In the last stations of the last... <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. So do does everyone know that they're in the last situations of the last lust or... No. So this is the weird thing. I've been coming to this... I've been going through this thing of what the fuck is love, dude? Like, what is love? Mm-hmm. Because... I find myself in a lot of lustationships. Like uh-huh. If I say I love you, I don't. It, I don't feel it. Like I don't feel it. Feel it, and I feel like I'm lying to myself when I say I love you. And meanwhile, it's like I can say, "Baby, I'm in love with you." Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But it's not the same as love, though. Oh. oh. So, so me. Be- so we, you, for you, there's a distinction between being in love with somebody and loving somebody. 
So it's like, okay, what's the distinction? Because I think right now for me, my, my brain's being, a, I'm putting you on the spot. Okay. <laughs> I can do that. You can do this. <laughs> Adjust glasses. You should see, they just adjusted their glasses. <laughs> like, okay, I got this. Okay. <laughs> like, what's it pop up exactly? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is where I'm being tested for real, for real. Okay. So this is a conversation I had with a five-year-old. Five-year-old. Wow. This, this five-year-old is probably like now seven. Uh-huh. But like, anyway, she was like to me, um, when you love someone, you love someone for their entirety, flaws and all. Mm-hmm. But when you're in love with someone, you're in love with a quality that they may have brought out of you that you see in them, oh. that you see in them. Oh. So I am in love with you. So you'd be in love with my funniness, my this, my that. And because but it reminds me of me. Oh, oh, oh that's a good distinction. Right. Oh, I just, I feel like I need to just sit here and think <laughs> for a while. Oh, no. Like, because no. I'm just like, okay, because that, that makes sense. Because, like, you can say you love somebody, but you're not in love with them anymore. So, mm-hmm. like, you fall out of, you, you don't, you no longer want to, like, not tolerate, but yes, tolerate in a, in a sense. All those, mm. tolerate is a, is, a, is a thingy, but you, no, embrace, that's mm. the one. So, a, a lot more thingy. So, you no longer can embrace when you're, like, maybe no longer, like, so you love somebody, you'd embrace all parts of them, all mm. aspects of them. But when you fall out of love with somebody, the, the good bits, what, they no longer outweigh the bad? Or, like, or is it just... Because I feel like I understand it in my heart, but my mm. brain's like, ah, you must, you must explain nicely. But I get that. Mm. So, so loving somebody is loving all of them, embracing all of them. But mm. being in love with somebody is like loving the good bits, the, mm. the lovable bits, mm. actually. Oh, that's Like those gorgeous. little qualities, like those, those small things that you're like, ah, oh, this is really cute. Ah, oh, oh, this person goes out of their way for this one thing, like to always bring me the specific yogurt by the specific brand and the specific flavor every time I'm having mm. my, my thing, my period or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's Periods those, suck. <laughs> for days. Yeah. Babes. Like, they're just so hard, but yeah. So, like, they, they do the cute things that bring you in, that draw you in, mm. and that's what you're in love with. Mm. But now when they're, like, fussing and fighting, because, like, I know I sometimes have a quick temper. Mm. Not sometimes, all the time. Yo, guys, I get angry all the time. Like, it's just no. A lot of people don't see it because I do it in the privacy of my home. Like, I will get a message, and Sunny, I am full of rage. I'm just like, fuck this shit. Let me second. Tipping over shit, Trap and then she was like, um, okay, maybe, uh, maybe it wasn't meant in that spirit. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, fine, fine. And so, those are the bits she has to love. Whereas, like, I feel I'm funny, so that's that's what she's in. Okay, 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 okay. All right, so you're currently in something, right? Yeah, are you in a lust relationship? Or are we not putting this shit on the record? Because you know, you say these things, and then like two months later, people are like, but bruh. <laughs> it was this was recorded in X and you said this in Y. <laughs> like it's actually if if I'm even honest with you, it's it's like a whole yeah. I I Are you navigating a lot of things right now? And within the navigation I've I've i I've foreseen a whole lot of shit like where you like <clears throat> you've taken a step back mm-hmm. a bit and you're like actually the piece I was looking for was right here. It oh. probably wasn't within 
the spectrum that I thought it would be in. So it's kind of like, I, I feel like I may have put myself in a, in a relationship knowing I wasn't particularly ready for one. Oh, and snap. And I still forced it upon myself. Like, just give it a try. And I'm like, Because eh. you really need to be ready for a relationship when yeah. you enter one. So it's not even so much about being in, like, a relationship, say, with a particular person. Because I think that's what we sometimes equate it to. I wasn't ready to be with X person, but I was ready for a relationship but I think mm. you bring the same energy into a relationship, no matter who you're going to be with. And whether it works out or not is internal logistics. But you must at least come with, like, in Kenya we say, Rohosafi, like a mm. good spirit and, like, open. You can't come, like, guys, I hate when people come and they're like, I don't do feelings, I don't do emotions, but for you, I think I could fall. Uh uh. No, I'm not going to do the work. I'm not going to do the work mm. of like pulling down the walls and things. And it's yes. also okay to have your walls up. It's okay, but also be cognizant. The exactly. EQ vibe of understanding that you have your walls up and you don't need to put someone's child through that. Right. Like, and because it makes them sometimes feel like they're less than and stuff. But then also it takes time. So now that you're figuring out that a relationship, are you making moves or are you just sitting there until like one day, you know? just disappear don't ghost people guys no no no, no 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 <laughs> i hate the ghosting thing at least community i've gotten to that point where i'm like i think i'm i've made a decision and if it means that i must be alone for the rest of the time being then so be it at least i can focus on me i can focus on what i want to do mm-hmm. i know it's being selfish but it's not being selfish it, it's it's just practical right because if you bring a proper version of yourself to a relationship then you're doing that person a favor as well as yourself. Exactly. So you're just doing a focusing on you thing, mm. which leads back to the times when you've just been sitting and thinking and praying and bringing yourself. I love that. I I've love been that. so grateful for the prayers, though, because the prayers have been like, here's the answer to your question. And I'm like, really? I'm shook. You really didn't put this person in my life? Okay. All right, all right. Oh. Okay, cool. Oh. It's one of those, it was one of, like, I feel like you go through a time span with the person. A person's there to to teach you a lesson of some sort. Mm -hmm. So when they leave your life in that sense, it's don't consider it as it's a waste of a relationship. No, whether it ended on bad terms, good terms, that relationship taught you something. It brought you something. It was value. Yeah. You know, value. That's why my mother's always like, never delete a number. And I'm the type of bitch to be like, I'm deleting this bitch. Babes, I delete, block, call your mama, block your mama just to check. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm the same. (laughs) You know, go have lunch with your mama, but I'm still not talking. I'm not talking. Yeah. Don't delete a number. Don't delete a number. Because you never know when you might just need that person. And as much as you feel like I'm never going to need that person in my life. There's like only a handful of people where I'm certain I will never need this person in my life ever. I'm deleting their number, Ooh. getting rid of them completely and utterly. But you never know. You never know. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how you end it, don't delete the number. Yeah. Okay, that is some wisdom to end on. Like, I just have to say thank you, my baby. It's a pleasure. Oh, always. But you know you're going to do this again. You know. You thank know. you for and having me whoop, as the whoop, guinea pig. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Okay, all right. Vibes. That's. So that's Mbali. Pronouns they, them. Bali is my number one resident baby dyke. 
Since the days of The Wildness with Tiff and Manda, which you really must listen to, Bali has been there, being our number one wine intern. They're Hala Africa's favorite guinea pig. And also, Baby Boo is so young. You know that sort of young where you want to mentor them? But alas, Bali has their shit together. So, other than being really young, Bali is a multifaceted artist and creator who dabbles in a little poetry, a little music, and also throws it down when it comes to mixes. They are a very young entrepreneur, just a little entrepreneuring inyana, who runs a media consultancy called Chosen Flower Collections. Love having Bali on these podcast tontons. They stay my whole heart. They brought up the idea of being attracted to femininity, and as I promised, I found out the exact word. Gynosexual or gynophilic. This is being primarily sexually, aesthetically, and or romantically attracted to femininity. And if you want the masculinity version of the word, here it is. Androsexual or androphilic, which is being primarily sexually, aesthetically, and or romantically attracted to masculinity. So... Along the way, I found some other vibes because one must when you go down a rabbit hole, right? So the first is abrosexual. Abrosexuality is described as an individual who experiences their sexuality changing frequently. They can fluctuate between different sexualities. Then there's scoliosexual, being primarily sexually, romantically, and or aesthetically attracted to genderqueer, transgender, and or non-binary folks. Then there's bigender, a person who fluctuates between traditionally man and woman, gender-based behaviors and identities. So there you have it. Go, know your labels, know the vibes. For another podcast that tackled this really, really well, I have to put The Wildness on blast because they did like a really great episode. I love the way I say they when I was on that podcast. Um, Yeah, myself and Amanda did a really cool vibe on that, if I do say so myself. Um, I will put that in the show notes, so make sure you check that out. And also check out the Instagram, basically life under slash pod for more great content of this nature because we gotta be on the instagram if you're not on the instagram what are you can i can i get a you know right so i better be out so this is basically life and i am your host tiff mugo saying calm your tits life is not always that complicated This podcast was created by Hala Africa Productions and sound engineered by Leon Erasmus of Digital Fanatic Studios. Music compiled by Mbali of Chosen Flower Collections. <laughs>